invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Today's Song of the Soul guest is Marielle Alschwang, and you're in for a creative musical treat. Marielle performs as part of the Group of the Altos, and another group called Hello Death, and in other configurations with individuals and by herself. Home base for Marielle is Milwaukee, some 250 miles from the Northern Spirit Radio home in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. But we connected up through a common link here in Eau Claire. More about that later. Marielle Alswang now joins us by phone from Milwaukee. Marielle, I'm so delighted to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thanks, Mark. It's an honor to be here with you. We have someone in common. I have a stepson who's a sound engineer, Jamie, who has been mastering some of the CDs that you are part of uh, the performance on. When did you connect up with Jamie? I believe I first met Jamie when Altos were recording our self-titled album in Eau Claire. So we had two engineers, Brian Joseph and Jamie Hansen. It was pretty clear right away that Jamie was pretty much a prince among men and a very fine engineer. After that, when it was time for Hello Death to record our album, Jamie was the first person we thought of, and thankfully he agreed to help us record. Jamie introduced me to the most fantastic electric guitar amplifier that I've ever used. He's one of those shamans that matches you with your spirit animal or whatever, but (laughs) but it's an amplifier. (laughs) And after that, I asked him nervously if he would help me record a solo album, and when he agreed to do it, I was delighted and jumping up and down alone in a room. Very excited. (laughs) So that's, that's how important Jamie is to all of us. It sounds like you really, really do like him and appreciate him. It's not just that you're trying to curry favor with your interviewer here, huh? No, no. He's a very special person, and and having been able to have someone like him help you with projects that are very dear to you, is it's definitely important, and it has been an honor. And He's the kind of person where you want to do a good job so that Jamie doesn't think you are a terrible musician <laughs> or a terrible person. Like, you, you want to do right by Jamie because you know that he'll do right by you, and so that's really valuable. I think we should get started right away. Now, again, your name, Mariel Ausfang, you're part of a couple different groups, and you do music on your own. You're part of Hello Death. You're part of Group of the Altos. What song do you want to start with for your Song of the Soul? Yeah, let's go on the Altos track, Sing for Trouble. Sing for Trouble. This is the music of your soul because... 
Well, I think it definitely is an integral part of the story that's been built upon for the past, I don't know, four years now, maybe more, of meeting these musicians and recording and meeting Jamie and a bunch of other people and touring and this song was used recently in a project Altos did with Alberno Presents and the Milwaukee Film Festival where we were able to write a soundtrack for a 1930s film. I mean, this particular song has taken us so many places to making a music video, our first music video that I think is really beautiful and that I know we're all really proud of. So I think it's sort of the beginning and a growing chapter in many facets of what all of us do. We should make clear what is or who are the group of the Altos. It's, I think, 12 people, or maybe that number fluctuates. Who is it? How does this come together, and why so many people? Altos has been growing for years, and just when we reached 12 members and thought we couldn't really grow anymore, (laughs) we had this opportunity that I just mentioned to score a film for the Milwaukee Film Festival where we had 18 members for that performance. I think it started with just two people and started getting more guitars and a bassist and a musical saw player and auxiliary percussionist, Adam, who um, we'll be talking about him in a little bit, and a viola player, keys, horns. We have a number of horn players now. Or maybe we're fresh out of trumpets. I'm not sure what the status is yet. But... um, It sounds like you're forgetting one person yourself, violin, right? That's what you brought. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. But I feel like I'm just standing in this room surrounded by this plethora of musicians, which is enough to take into. I saw a description somewhere of the group of altos as a a surly high school orchestra. (laughs) Is that the feel or is this, how, how do you folks connect? Are you just musicians happen to know each other in the community or Are you long-bonded friends? What's the situation? I think it's both. When I joined, a lot of the members had been long-bonded friends and musicians working together in a bunch of different projects or just the same project that had evolved over time into something else. And that ability to surprise yourself is definitely a wonderful part of Altos and why bringing an additional person and having something grow from 7 to 12 to 18 for different sounds or different projects that this band is doing definitely keeps the sort of self-fueling, self-surprising little factory of excitement or something going. I think the surly part, I mean, we all can definitely be sarcastic and surly for sure, but I think we're in a way, I don't know if idealistic is the right word, but I think there's definitely a lighter part of it that plays in. As far as the orchestral instruments go, I mean, I hadn't played my instrument since high school, and I think some of those string and horn players might be in a similar position, like where you'd practice something for a while in this sort of adolescent stage of your life, and then return to it and in adulthood and like get out your old high school violin or something. At least that's what I did. I literally got out my high school violin and started relearning what that meant to me and and how to play it in the context of this music. When I came to my first altos practice, I didn't think at all that I'd be playing violin, but I heard what I heard and I knew that maybe they needed a violin and 
they said, okay, bring one. So I looked five years later or six years later, I, I looked somewhere in my parents' attic or something <laughs> found it. <laughs> it's quite a creation that you put together as Group of the Altos. This is a song from the Group of the Altos, a website, groupofthealtos.com. The song is Sing for Trouble. Thank you. 
Sing for Trouble by a group of the Altos, including their member, Marielle Auschwang. Sing for Trouble, I think, Marielle, kind of builds and morphs rather like the group of the Altos itself. It it goes through these changes in energy and building and morphing. It's like it's recapitulating the evolution of the group. It's kind of impressive that way. There's some fairly heavy, strong music going on there. The group of the Altos, something about the name Altos there makes me think that it should be lighter. It should be higher. It should be, <laughs> I don't know. Why is it group of the Altos? All of your observations are really good, Mark. i got to say, uh, <laughs> well, our nickname for the song for a long time was Builder. We usually have really silly names or nicknames for songs while we're writing them. Yeah, I think what you're noticing totally makes sense. And I think that plays into the name of the band because I didn't really understand what it was at first either. But then, well, I remember Altos being described as having to do with peaks and stops, which is used in music. So that idea of like building to a peak or using rests and pauses and silence in a purposeful way, I think that's more of what Altos is about. And that definitely fits. Craggy Peaks go with Surly High School Orchestra, I think. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about what those lyrics mean to you. I mean, lyrics, we owe each other, we look the same, though some blood splatter, some walk again. For what it matters, all ends well, so sing for trouble, sing easy. What the heck is that? Well, what do you think, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Well, one of the things I happen to know because of, of what I know about Hello Death, I've heard it described as dark folk music. And I'm definitely getting the dark, though some blood splatter, some walk again. Oh, goody. Some, some walk again. <laughs> Maybe it's light out of the darkness. Maybe it's, you know, I mean, so sing easy at the end. Sing for trouble, sing easy. It doesn't sound very Pollyannish, but it kind of has that note, you know, that things will come out okay. I mean, that's part of what I got out of it. But with all the morphing that's going on in that song, I'm not sure there is a final answer. So I want to turn it back to you since you're the one who has some connection with the song. So, Marielle, what does it mean to you or to the group? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think there is a final answer. And I think maybe paradoxically that is the answer. You know, everything has its cycles, and, you know, when I was a kid, I would read about these different mythological deities, and there was one that I thought was the most fascinating, which was Shiva, which was this Hindu deity of destruction, and it looked like the dancing Buddha that was constantly in movement, and it was just like, it's crushing this I don't know what it is, like a creature or like this looks like a little monster or a little baby or something really vulnerable that is a combination between both of those things. And it just kind of goes around the world and creates through destruction. So it does its dance and destroys everything in its wake and people have to deal with that. <laughs> you know, nature has to deal with that. But it's necessary and it's an experience we all share. And, and I think maybe that that awareness or that shared experience is what resonates with us. It resonates with me. I think it resonates with where Hello Death is coming from, that sort of like imminence of destruction and a lightness and creative outcome. I mean, that's a really general sort of like universal response to 
something really specific, but I think that's kind of the best I can do for something like that because I, I tend to write really dark, sometimes violent imagery, and you can find that in Hello Death or Nathaniel's writing, and you can find it in Alto's lyrics. Yeah, it's just it's a part of our experience and nature. I think we need another example of it right away because people are perhaps thinking that if you're talking about death and destruction and that recreation of things, that it has to have a dark sound to it. And that's not my experience of your music. Your music is lyrically and the instrumentals, are they tend to be beautiful and I even feel uplifted by them frequently, even though there's this dark element. Give us an example. Oh, sure. Well, I think Settlers is a really good example. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about Settlers. I think it might be one of those songs that's written really quickly. Altos, we, we should bring this back, these taco nights, but I remember before and around the time we were recording our first album, we would meet up pretty regularly outside of practice and just have tacos at Dan's house or whoever could host us, and you could bring whoever you were in love with at the time or, you know, it was very welcoming and fun, and we didn't really talk about music usually and sometimes we just end up like eating chips and watching a movie or something I don't know but yeah it was just I picked up a guitar Nathaniel was there next to me Dan was there I just started playing the lead guitar line over and over again and Nathaniel kind of came up with the bass chord structure the killing all the sons lyrics came immediately freakishly <laughs> yeah, I don't know and it's been kind of a staple for us ever since, I guess. And again, the name of the song is Settlers. What image did you have in mind? I mean, there's imagery in the song. It's uh, taking seven tongues, string them on a wire, guess you'll never guess where hung. That's a little ominous, but it's not how it sounds when you're singing it. You said, Mariel, that you tend to write with dark or violent lyrics. Were you abused as a child, or is this just a reflection of the scene in Milwaukee, or do you like video games specifically? Where does this come from? Oh, absolutely not any of that. <laughs> yeah, and not not everything I write is like that. I think there's a part of everyone's imagination and experience of their environment that has some element of vulnerability and, and fear or anger in it. We come from everywhere in this world, and I can't think of any place that's a utopia or any place that hasn't been affected by really horrific things. And we all carry that in our collective imagination and personally. And so I think in some cases it's really easy to say where words come from, where certain images come from. It can be really easy, sometimes not. As far as where this comes from, it doesn't have anything to do with anything specific that happened to me, but I do feel like we carry these stories around with us, and some of them are really dark. And so maybe it relates to some poetry or bard tradition that goes back for centuries <laughs> where some dude would stroll into the town hall and tell them news of something really horrifying. I don't know. Or maybe it just comes from too much time looking at pictures of Shiva. You know, that it may be... <laughs> That kind of helps push one's imagination in a certain direction. The song is Settlers, and it's by the group Hello Death, which includes Mariel Osfang, who's here today for Song of the Soul. And in all the suns, put them in the 
is Hello Death. The song is Settlers. It came out on their first release of the group, Hello Death, entitled Hello Death. So, Settlers. 
you certainly heard some of the dark imagery there. But there's also some stuff that I think it's moving towards the light. There's one line in there about a golden hill, holy in the morning. And I was wondering, since you're in Milwaukee, you're near a place, you know, 15 miles away, holy hill. So the golden hill, holy in the morning, were you just transposing? Or did you have an image of a golden hill as you're writing that? None specifically. But that's possible. I was, yeah, I've been there a number of times. We're going to keep this going a little bit more quickly because there's a lot of good music that you're connected with both of these groups, the Altos and Hello Death and, and On Your Own. So let's pick another song right away and continue on. What's number three for your Song of the Soul? Um, let's go with New Skin. So if I had to write about New Skin, I would write about what we found this past summer there's a snake that lives on the deck by side of our house and lives in a hole underneath it. We came by one day and he got rid of his old skin and it was hanging out of a hole that he had climbed into in the side and back up. So it was a big long loop of it, a couple feet of it that was hanging there. So I knew he had his new skin on. So is new skin any indication that you like snakes? <laughs> no, well, sure. I like regeneration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And do you specifically like snakes, too? It kind of goes with dark images, I'll tell you. Oh, no. And I really don't think my imagination is completely dark. I'm not, like, charming snakes and painting my nails black or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just about experience. You know, actually, Marielle, you don't seem dark at all to me. You seem delightful and light and airy. So it's kind of surprising to have these other things come out of you. But on the other hand, I know my senior year in high school, I kept a journal where, where I'd write poetry. And if you looked at some of that poetry, you'd say some of it was kind of dark and troubling. <laughs> but in fact, in some ways, I saw that as kind of letting it out of me, get, removing it from me. So it wasn't backing up and controlling me. But that takes me away from what you're writing about in New Skin. So what is New Skin about? I guess it's about healing and regeneration and the acceptance that everything on Earth deteriorates and there will also be things in the universe that will always exist and scraps and pieces of the things that were and that's to be appreciated. And is it something that you're doing or have been doing recently, regenerating, finding new skin for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I guess I went through a period where I felt I needed healing, I guess. And so, you know, the contemplation or, or efforts that are necessary to achieve it lead you to kind of face these cycles or patterns of a deterioration of one thing or an end of one stage in your life. But in the void of that, other things come in and you realize kind of, new priorities and some things that you might have taken for granted before become even really simple things. <laughs> they become they become the most important things. So your missions kind of change when you're forced into a new perspective. I think you'll see a bit of that as we listen to Mariel Oswang's song. We should mention that this song is you're just doing this in the living room, no high-tech recording equipment here. It's a little demo of a song called New Skin by Mariel Osfang. There's no skin where the old skin used to exist. There is no skin where the old skin used to exist. And the old 
about changes the old makes way for the new and 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 we have some regret that the old is gone or the old regrets being left behind you kind of find yourself straddling a couple worlds at times i guess that's how i heard it but since you wrote it you get to tell me what it really means <laughs> yeah well i mean everything's a little mysterious i guess but you know the listener is also the co-creator mark whatever you see in it it's very valuable as much as what i would say it's about so what were you playing? What was the instrument you were playing there? It was an acoustic guitar given to me by a good friend of mine who's a luthier in Milwaukee. It's a really special guitar because the body of it is completely unmarked by a company. There's no evidence for me to trace it to any maker, but um, it's got all these scratches on it and initials with hearts around them carved into it. It's just a beautiful thing. And I love the way it sounds, and it's pretty much my only acoustic guitar that belongs to me, so it's really special to me. You also play violin. Do you have multiple violins, or is it just the single one that's left over from high school? Well, I had played the one from high school for a long time, but said Luthier found another old violin or fiddle. It's Apparently, it's in need of like $600 of repair work, and it's probably falling apart, but I'm determined to play it <laughs> as long as I can. It's really old and really beautiful. It's not some Stradivarius or something weird like that, is it? I mean, No, wow. no one will. No, I don't know what it is, but I like the way it sounds. And it's got cracks in it, and the bridge has alignment problems. and But it's got character, and I think it's got that kind of creaky quality, while also like this sort of warmth that is really distinct, that kind of warm tone of an old instrument that might be in need of repair. So, <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> you like character is what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Show us a bit more of it with some more of your music. I play violin on a song called Moon Raga that I was able to collaborate with Adam Krause, who is a percussionist in altos, and he also plays musical saw. So all the all the saw stuff you heard on Sing for Trouble, that was Adam. He was 
asked to contribute some music to a field guide his brother was working on. His brother is a visual artist. And the field guide was called Our Moon. And it's a sort of visual, diagrammatic booklet where you get to look at different aspects of the moon, basically. And they're just really minimal, beautiful pages. So Adam made some guitar parts. And he also took this shortwave radio, recorded some static, but also conversations between people who were driving in their trucks. And, you know, like when you're on the road for hours on end, you kind of get to know other drivers who are in their trucks driving for hours on end. It has this kind of mysterious quality at first where you just hear people talking almost like someone talking to no one or just, you know, kind of having a kind of musing on the road or something. And so the static and these distant voices kind of have this isolated, almost lonely quality, almost like the moon or being present on the moon or something. And gradually it kind of gets more personal. And there's this part where this guy is like talking about this dog that he had that died. So you get to hear these really intimate moments with these people who are on the road and that's so magical to me. So Adam asked me to contribute some violin parts and I feel fortunate to have played on it and he kind of made a loop out of my violin part so it kind of sounded like one resonant chord. So it's a very slow contemplative track that's on basically the soundtrack or the sound accompaniment to this field guide. So it's almost like an auditory guide to what our moon means. We got to take it on the road and perform it in New York with some other people who had contributed to the field guide music, and that was amazing. So yeah, this is definitely a key song of the soul right here. (laughs) It's called Moon Raga. Thank you. 
You heard Adam Krauss, Mariel Osfang, and some folks out there on the shortwave radio or, or on their CBs. You, you were listening to folks, all of that mixed together for Moon Raga. And today we're sharing Song of the Soul of Mariel Osfang. Song of the Soul is a Norton Spirit Radio production on the web at nortonspiritradio.org with more than eight and a half years of programs there for free listening and download. You can find links to our guests. So when you're tracking down Mariel Osfang, you'll be going via groupthealtos.com or hellodeath.net or maybe you'll be finding them on Facebook. Also, you'll find place to post comments. We do love to have your feedback and make our communication two-way. There's also a place to leave donations. That's how we fund this series. It's full-time work, so you can either go to our donate button or find our address and help us out. I also want to remind you to support your local community radio station, the stations that carry this kind of programs and others. It's depth and a look at music and news that you just get nowhere else. It's a deeper look. So I really want to encourage you to support them both with your energy and with your money so that we can make better news, better music, more creativity available throughout our country. Again, we're with Mariel Oswang today for Song of the Soul. She's part of a group called Group of the Altos. She's also part of something called Hello Death. And she does stuff on her own, a new CD coming out pretty soon. I wanted to ask you about that, Mariel. How soon do you anticipate that'll be out? Is it within a month or is it six months or is it four years? <laughs> Hopefully a few months. I want to put a few finishing touches on it. So shouldn't take too long. But this is one track that we're about to hear that is pretty much finished. And it has kind of my dream of a men's choir, which is basically, I think it's Dan, Adam, maybe Ken and Brendan. But some altos men are exhibiting some very fine vocals on this track that I think is really beautiful sounding. So I hope everyone likes it. Drifting, drifting. Drawing, lacing lines You spoke of betrayal to me It would soon be mine Tracing, tracing features fair
throwing hands and nets and gowns. The song is drifting. Mariel Oswang, who is our Song of the Soul guest today. This song, though, Mariel, you're saying is not in its 100% final form? Oh, no, it's good. It's good to go. Some artists are just never finished. You have to redo it and redo it. So depending how exacting you are, you could have a very good recording and still need to feel like you need to redo it. No, I'm I'm so happy with so many things on this album already. There are things that I never thought would be what they are, but are perfect. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. What is your age? I'm 28. And so this is your first CD, I mean, your own solo CD, the one that you're fully in charge of, right? Yeah, I don't think I've ever put out anything out officially under my name, but I felt like it was time to try it. Well, it definitely sounds like it is time for it. I'm just wondering how much the trepidation is going into it. I mean, obviously you've been part of this collaborative work of Group of the Altos or with Hello Death. It's one thing to be responsible for one part of the mix, and it's another thing to be responsible as the progenitor of something. That is a role that you feel like you've grown into. You're ready to go. Can you tour on your own? Can you perform on your own? Or do you have to take folks with you? Yeah, I've performed this stuff completely on my own for a really long time. So being able to see what other minds can do and other instruments that you would never even imagine could be a part of that song, to hear them seamlessly work with what you made, it's pretty mind-blowing. So yeah, we could do it as one person or 10 people, and every single show has been completely different. So there's a lot of creativity going on, but you've grown so much, I suppose, by doing all of this work that you're just ready to burst on the world. (laughs) And you have to teach people how to pronounce your name properly. I mean, you've got a a Lithuanian name. Osvang is Lithuanian. I thought it was going to be German originally. And Marielle, do you know what nationality that is? Well, technically, it's a French name, but my German grandmother came up with it after I was born. (laughs) It was... It was the name after I was left nameless for a few days because no one could decide. So I had my grandma to thank for that one. You were just so distinctive they couldn't pick out a name for you? (laughs) I don't know. I think my mom's ideas were maybe like too cheesy for my dad or something, and then my dad's ideas were too masculine for my mom or something. I don't know. Well, we've had quite a variety of music. I think we've got time for one more before we sign off. How do you want to end your Song of the Soul, Marielle? Let's end with Head on Straight. It's on the Hello Death album. It's written and performed by Nathaniel Hoyer. The reason I love this song a lot, and I guess I would consider it a Song of the Soul that I've performed on, is I guess it just really puts me in a great place when I can just not do anything and just listen to the lyrics and the melody, which I think are so beautiful. And it's almost got this prayer effect for me. I think it says a lot about why Hello Death is the name of the band and where we're coming from as far as some of the more, I guess, not death-centric, but kind of things we were talking about as far as images of deterioration, regeneration, and this is like a really beautiful and personal expression of that and so simple. And I know that when he talked about writing the song, he said that as he played it, he would just kind of cut out the parts that weren't essential, the parts that weren't necessary. And that kind of writing totally resonates with me. I think it's a really important way to write and 
that's why sometimes I'll end up with a song that's like a minute and a half long or something. And I think this is kind of his version of that, just keeping it really emblematic and simple and as meaningful with every moment. And so, yeah, I usually just like stand there waiting to play my violin and get really emotional or something <laughs> listening to the song and lost in the imagery and stuff. So I love it. So we're ending Mariel Oshfang's Song of the Soul with something called Head on Straight, and it's by Hello Death, of which she's part. You can find them on Facebook. Just search for Hello Death there. You can also find her as part of Group of the Altos, groupofthealtos.com, or on Facebook. You can find links to all of these things on northernspiritradio.org, my site, and you'll find a little bit more information that'll be helpful. Again, we're going to end with Head on Straight. Marielle, it's delightful to get to know you. I'm sorry that I ever gave the implication that you were a dark soul. You have a lot of light shining through you. I'm really enjoying <laughs> talking with you and getting to know you and hearing all of the variety of music that you're part of. This song that we're ending with, in particular, Head on Straight, has some of the most beautiful violin in it. So I recognize your strong contribution to it. Thanks so much for the beautiful music and thanks for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And we go out with a song by Hello Deaf. It's called Head on Straight. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul.
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you. And you can feel you and sing out a Song of the Soul.